After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Juice and Mo podcast recording this on a Wednesday night. It was a tough night for the Sacramento Kings. De'Aaron Fox did play, got off to a hot start in the first half, but the second half wasn't as pretty. And the Kings, after a red-hot shooting start where they knocked down 8 of 12 from 3 in the first quarter, go 2 for 23 the rest of the game from 3. And the Golden State Warriors get big games from Curry, Clay, Wiggins, Draymond, Looney, GP2, and they take a commanding three games to two lead as this series shifts back to San Francisco for game six at Chase Center Friday night. A must win for the Sacramento Kings who fall at home at Golden One Center 123 to 116. I'm Deuce Mason. That's Morgan Reagan. How you doing, Mo? Great, 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 great. How are you? I don't like that. That why would you say great, 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 great when you're not great, 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 great? Because I didn't want to say, like, I'm fine. Like, I always... Hanging in there. Oh, that's a good answer. Hanging in there. I'm hanging in. Hey. I'm okay. I'm... Yeah, I almost just repeated my same answer that I always say. Um, I'm great. Yeah. You know, it's... There's there's a lot of things to be... Um, and like someone else said, like, no, there's no moral victory crap. Um, but... I do put all of this in perspective and there's moments where I'm like, oh, this is so cool still. And then there's other moments when the Kings uh, go two for 23 from deep and the rest of the game after the first quarter that I just like dagger in the heart, dagger in the heart. You know, there's yeah. like two sides of it. And now the series goes back to San Francisco. It sure does. Where the Warriors were 33 and eight during the regular season. Ah. And they've won both home games in this series. It's also a Warriors team that was terrible on the road, but all of a sudden has now won the biggest road game of the season in a game five in Sacramento. They had to win this game. 
please, your stat of the day nominee that you shoved in my face all day. I don't know. The Game 5 stat of the day nominee. I didn't think you were going to bring that up. Um, <laughs> the winners of Game 5 in a best of seven series win the series 81% of the time. Mm. Now, there are people in Sacramento, longtime Kings fans would know that the Kings won Game 5 2002 against the L.A. Lakers to take a 3-2 lead, and they lost that series. So who knows what's going to happen, but the reality is the Kings have a tough task ahead. Morgan, where do we start with tonight? I think the Warriors, for the first time in this series, really look like the Warriors tonight. They executed. Their guys were great. I look at someone like Steph, and I was like, hey, man, like he had kind of a weird night tonight. And you go, yeah, he had 31, dude, so cool. Yeah, he might have been 2 of 10, but he still impacted the game in a major way. Yep. Clay had big moments where he had some unbelievable oh shots, God. finished with 25 points on 5 of 11, shooting from 3. Looney, 22 rebounds, including 7 offensive rebounds and 7 dimes in 34 minutes. No then, one else even got double-digit rebounds in Exactly. That. And Draymond Green, with probably his best game of the season, it has to be by far the best game of the season for him, 21 points, 7 assists, 4 rebounds. He came off the bench for the second consecutive game, 8 of 10 shooting, and you knew it was his night when he hit, not only hit a 3, but then he hits like a step back off one leg, Dirk-esque shot in the fourth quarter. You're like, okay, well, it's 113-110. Draymond Green just hit that. Oh, this is the type of night. GP2 was awesome. It was Draymond Green's first game with 20 or more points since Christmas Day 2019. The Warriors clicked in every way tonight, and they made all the big plays. Killer. Killer. Absolute killer. Um, And that's, that's what was tough about this, because it wasn't like the Kings were just playing like complete shit either, right? Like, like they're missing. Well, they got off to a great start. Well, I mean, they, they, you score 36 points in the first quarter and hit 8 of 12 We'll from talk three. about that. We'll talk about that, because we're still talking about the Warriors. But I just wanted to say, like, obviously, they weren't shooting well. They haven't been shooting well, like their best all series, right? Like we've just seen them um, in certain individuals shoot better and everything. But the Warriors, what they look like tonight, they 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 look like the team that knew how to capitalize on any doubt that might have been showing from this King squad. And I'm not saying anyone didn't look confident or composed, but. Certain individuals, for example, Keegan Murray, fantastic start to this oh, game. His first play was in transition score. They had another nice drive and score. He had 10 points in the first quarter on four or five. What did he do the rest of the game, Morgan? He didn't even shoot a shot the rest of the game. There was a shot. There's mm. one shot at the end of the game that didn't even end up count, counting as a field goal. So zero, nothing came from him after. And I felt like with him not producing and not being more aggressive. It was like the Warriors capitalize on him not doing anything, right? They're just the smart team that know how to do so many things right. The more experienced team. And we mentioned it before the show even started. They have their chaos behind the scenes. They have guys aging. They have 
weird rotations that yeah, Steve, they haven't even been able to figure out. Steve Kerr said prior to game five, like, he's still figuring out the rotation because you add Wiggins and GP2 back. So they're still trying to shuffle things. Hell, again, Draymond Green came off the bench for the came second consecutive the game. And that's my point to all yeah. of this is just really the Warriors did a great job of what we've seen them do so well over all these years. And that's not die, not die. Find a way to just... Uh, be better than the other team in in categories that they're usually good in and uh, capitalize on their mistakes. It was like one of those games where you just couldn't make those mistakes. And if you weren't doing a good job of whatever mistakes the Warriors were making a missed shot and you weren't getting that rebound, they were going to make you pay for it every time. The shooting in the series is just crazy. I mean, we, we could point to individuals for sure, and we will. But the Kings in this series, are they are 56 for 186 from three. That's 30%. They're shooting 30% from three. This was an elite three-point shooting team. Mm -hmm. Kevin Herter in this series is four of 25 from three, 16%. This series, just looking at it right now, you're going, who has been better than they were in the regular season? De'Aaron Fox. Sure. Davion Mitchell. Yep. And I think that's it. Yeah. No, you go down the list. No. Kevin Herter has been a zero in this series. He, I mean, and he hit a three and Poor he guy. hit a three and he took another one that rattled in and out. Like, if that goes in, you're wondering, okay, can he get it going? But I thought defensively it was rough. And then he's not knocking down shots. He's four of 10, one of four from three in this game. And all right, if you're not knocking down shots in, not playing with confidence, and we're getting beat back door all the time. Oh, like, it, too the, many. the engagement was not there, you know, and, and that that's been really challenging. So you mentioned Herter. Sabonis has played well below what we saw all right. year long with the Sacramento Kings. Keegan Murray had a great game four after not being a factor in the first three games. Tonight got off to a great start, but for him not to get a shot attempt in the second half, I'm sorry. After the first quarter, yeah, is embarrassing, and like it, it's on everybody. It's on the coaches. It's on the other players. It's on Keegan. Like, That's what I was going to say. And he's a rookie. He's still trying to find his voice. But yeah, get it's, this guy the ball. It's like what are we doing? It's on. It's definitely. It's definitely like sure. It's on his teammates, but it's on himself, right? To it's on to every, take, coaches too. But the reason why the reason why I I put the most pressure on him in that situation, and we can always justify that he's a rookie, sure, but like. You know who's not going to do that and let a, a zero-point first half get them down? Malik Monk. And there yeah. was moments that I wanted that man to not have the ball in his hands anymore. And what does he do? He keeps his confidence up, and he keeps going. And he says, give me the damn ball. Get out of my way. I'm going to take it to the rack. I'm going to shoot a three. And he ended up having a better second half. And my point to that is I just want Keegan Murray. I don't need him to have Malik Monk's personality yeah, yeah, i just yeah. need him to have that mentality of oh i'm doing some good shit out here give me the ball and get out of my but way but also that and we say that and that's fine but yeah. like if you're De'Aaron fox in a timeout we got to get keegan to touch sure. here. you know what i mean like they have to for a guy who hit oh it's not just we saw what he did in game four i saw him hit over 200 threes as a rookie on 40 percent from three and you're struggling from three Let's also give the Warriors credit. They're going to try to make sure he doesn't kill them like yeah. he did in the first. So it's a little bit of everything, but 
to not have a shot attempt after the first quarter has got to eat at you if you're the Kings tonight. Herder being a non-factor, I, I, I think in game six, you, you really got to consider starting Davion. And I think even if you think that seems radical, you still play Kevin because Kevin can get it going. And maybe I'm overthinking it too because the reality is he kind of got benched in the second half. He played under five minutes in the second half. Your starting shooting guard played 16 minutes in this game. 16. He's he's in a major funk right now, and he just can't get out of it. So we're going up and down the roster, and it's crazy that the Kings are still in this series technically at 3-2. Yeah. They have a chance to force a game seven when a lot of their guys are not playing well. Yeah. No, it's it's pretty it's pretty remarkable. But I also not only are these guys not playing their best basketball right now, um, but you look at all the things that they were doing well in each game you haven't seen them execute that at the highest levels. Like there was, I forget which game it was when they finally doubled down on Looney and made sure that he was not going to get a rebound. Right. And, and like, so that was a point of emphasis. And then there was another game where the point of emphasis was Davion Mitchell tiring out Steph Curry. How, how long, how long in a game can you just go at him and make sure that he's tired? So at least if you're trying to take him out of the game, you're going to let other guys beat you. And you, you, you start seeing these things slow down the pace. For example, that's another thing. Mike Brown, those first two games, go, go, go run on their asses. And then what's been happening? It's been slowed down. Whether they, they look ga- like this was a game where they look tired tonight, you yes. know, and that was the first time for me because I was I was up here making the case. I'm like, hey, I think the Kings can maybe tire this team out. And tonight they look like they were the team that was tired. Yeah, and that's in again. That's what was helping them play so well and so together was um, getting the Warriors on their heels. Obviously, on the defensive end. Um, really just focusing on all those little details and those little details get hard to focus on not only when the other team is making adjustments but also when you're getting mentally fatigued right like you're tired out there it's hard to be sharp on all on all aspects on the floor I'm looking at some of the numbers in this series and it's a five game sample size but I'm looking at Malik Monk is shooting 40% in this series, 32% from three. And I thought he impacted things tonight. I, he gave them some juice and got him back into the game. Even if it wasn't efficient, he had a major impact on tonight's game. That that really gave them a chance to almost win it. I mean, as we sit here and talk about tonight, it's, it's wild because the Warriors had so many guys play well. Mm-hmm. And the it feels like this game should have been a blowout with how the Kings didn't have their guys playing well. So yeah. in some regards, I'm, I'm sitting here tonight like going, okay, the Warriors got a 20-point game from Draymond. Steph gave you 30. Wiggins gave you 20-plus. Uh, Clay gave you 25. GP2 comes in and just is just feasting on the offensive glass in 15 minutes of work. And they... One by seven points. And so I think tonight there's a, that's like part of me where the, the hopeful side of me is going, sure. look, all this shit went right for Golden State tonight. And the Kings made two threes after the first quarter. And they still almost found a way to get this. They were in the game in the late fourth quarter. I don't know. that That's one area. Do you have a response to that as I'm jumping all over the place? No, I... Pre- playoff deuce is all over no, right now. No, hey, hey, playoff deuce is okay to jump all over the place because I think there's so many different... It's it's hard to just focus in 
on one angle of this game because it's like you're saying it's not like man the king shooting that's why they lost tonight because it's not the only reason why they lost tonight like there's the the warriors in the way that they played from the bench guys to someone like clay thompson just showing up big not being able to miss like there's so many deflating moments and these moments are are is what a championship team uh, has the, the the moments where it's like they defend it well the kings defend it well yes force a shot late shot clock and gp2 comes oh flying boy. in or oh it, board, it was just out. loony or like just playing good defense at the last second gp2 in the dunker spot cuts they find him open yep just those are they just suck the life and not only out of you on the floor, I felt like out yeah. of the fans, you know, there was just these, these moments like, ah, they are that veteran team. They are that championship team, that experienced team. And I hated feeling that tonight because the way that the Kings made them look those first two games, I knew the Warriors would bounce back. I just didn't know that each game was going to get better and better for them. <sighs> uh, let's talk about some of the series numbers in this for the Sacramento Kings. So Fox is averaging 30 a game. Yeah. On 43% shooting, 33% from three, 72% for the free throw line, also 7.4 assists, 6.2 rebounds in the series, and two and a half steals. Uh, what did you make of his night tonight? Like, let's kind of go one by one. I felt like he got off to a really nice start, but down the stretch, I mean, he he had a lot of tough turnovers. Yeah, I... I I really like the way that he came out in this one. I think he came out ready to be like, hey, not, nothing's even wrong with my hand. Let's just go. He had three threes in the first. I'm going, Two. oh, my God. Are we about to see, like, an epic Fox performance where we look back on and go, this was the moment. Coming off of uh, a Domas screen, a little step back three. Like, his threes were sexy as hell. And that was so fun to see, especially because of his hand. Can I interrupt one thing? Yes, you may. I thought about this during the game, and I've given you so much shit for jinxes and stuff, like believing in jinxes. I'll say this. Playoff Deuce, who's a different guy. We know Playoff oh, Deuce yeah, is yeah. different. Oh, yeah, a whole different okay. guy. Yeah. Playoff Deuce kind of believes in jinxes. Like, I I don't say certain things. There, there are things I'll say in the regular season where I'm just like, hey, let me tell you something. This is a Fox. I tweet something about Fox. Now, I don't say anything. I'm like, let's just play it out. When the Kings got by 10 this game, I'm like, no, no, I'm not going to say anything. It's one quarter. I just, I take it oh one play God. at a time because I, I feel like I, I could influence Deuce, it. Playoff Deuce has these, these emotions. I won't even say when Playoff someone Deuce says, the... light the beam. Let's light the beam tonight. I won't even say light the beam. Mm. I will not say those three words before a game because every time I did in the season, it would in my opinion, jinx a game. And every time I didn't say it to someone, then they would end up winning the game. So I've just not said, hey, let's light that beam tonight. I've been too afraid. And the one game I did, well, they've won they've lost multiple. Either way, I'm so glad that you're on board. Playoff Deuce, great guy. Playoff Deuce just, yeah, kind of believes in that stuff. Yeah. Um, so De'Aaron Fox. Yeah, so Fox in this game, he got off to a great start, but sloppy down the stretch. I thought the Warriors, they just do such a good job getting their hands on the ball, especially mm -hmm. when the Kings are attacking how many times has Sabonis had the ball knocked out of his hands in this series? I mean, it's it's unbelievable. Well, I mean, nothing has been easy for him in this. They've done such a great job on him. And to be honest, it's been everybody. Like, I go Looney and, and Green. 
Even Wiggins post up today, and Wiggins is strong enough to like prevent him from making a move. What I'll tell you though, too, when you're talking about the dribbling and the paint, like whether it was De'Aaron or whether it was Sabonis, there was a lot of times where it wasn't the right move. It wasn't the right decision that was being made with the way that they were going into the paint. It wasn't like with authority. It was, uh, they weren't making a quick decision when they were in there. So the dribble was a little bit loose. And so the active hands from Draymond, from Wiggins, from Looney, whoever else was in the paint, packing the paint, they did a great job with that activity to knock the ball away and cause a turnover or just, you know, the shot clock winding down and get a bad shot off. And so, yeah, Warriors did a good job of just really staying with it, staying aggressive. Yeah. I I thought Fox had some nice moments. I'm sure we'd be naive to think the finger does not impact his game, but here's the reality. It's not going away. I was talking to, I believe, Damian Barling before the game. I think it was him. Um, but, you know, the, the, the finger thing is, it's not like you get through this series and you go, all right, it's all good going into the next round. It's like, yeah. this is going to be a problem if the Kings are fortunate enough to get back in this series sure. in advance. Like, it's not going away. Um, I think it's encouraging to see that he was able to knock down some shots early. I thought he looked tired down the stretch. He played really hard. I mean, he's bringing it a lot defensively. Like, he's yeah. fighting and stuff. But he looked a little tired at the end of this. Oh, fight. yeah. He looked a little tired. But it, what's wild is everyone looked a little tired. And I'm, I'm curious if that is because we are uh, seeing this team and a lot of these guys for the first time uh, in a postseason. I mean, in a post. When I say that, obviously, there are guys that have some of that experience. But I'm talking about in a postseason together with this team, this team that is um, obviously a very well-conditioned team, but at the same time, like they do a lot of running. They do a lot of work, whether it's at practice or in these games and it's back to back to back to back. I mean, you know what I mean? A couple of days in between or whatever. And I'm curious if that's finally catching up to this team. And if this is just going to be that learning lesson to help them grow from this experience and even be more conditioned for next year. Yeah, I mean, it's just a different level when you're dealing with physicality and you're not getting the same shots that you normally get, all that. Um, So we mentioned that um, Malik Monk in this series shooting 40%, 32% from three. I mentioned that. Uh, Sabonis. Sabonis in this series through five games, 17 points, 11.6 rebounds. How about this, though? 4.4 assists, four turnovers in this series. His field goal percentage is 50%. He was like over 60 during the regular season. And for perspective on the assist to turnovers for Sabonis during the regular season, 7.3 assists and under three turnovers. So that's been dramatic. Uh. And you, the Warriors have done such a great job taking away the dribble handoff game, making things so much more challenging for Sabonis. And he just, I look at his numbers. And if you look at the box score, you go, oh, 21-10. And four assists, but he had five turnovers, and nothing came easy for no. him tonight. It was it was a grind. It was a grind, and you know that physicality will catch up to you. Not only God, tired, did they miss some calls tonight. I, I know it's not what cost no, the game, no, but no, no, I'm no. like Looney is like all but Pushing. taking a bat and like 
bashing Stop the back it. of Sabonis' back sometimes. Stop it. And g- no, but I give Lonnie credit. He's playing playoff basketball. This guy's mm-hmm. won championships. He's like, this is how you play. Yep. You got to be physical. Let's see what you can get away with. And he got away with some stuff. That's yeah. that's how you play in the playoffs. I I, mean, I'm, I'm not hating on it. He got away with some stuff. And then obviously, you know, you see the... The arms, cross arms with people, Kevin Herter on a drive, and then De'Aaron Fox even getting teed up on that play because he's like, yeah, I'm driving in and Wiggins is <laughs> grabbing down on my arm um, as he's trying to get screened off by Sabonis, you know, and you guys aren't going to call that. And I get it. Like, calls are going to be missed, um, but at the same time, it is frustrating when it's like, when it's crossing and it's just obvious that you are getting pulled or pulled down or whatever. But um Either way, that's not what cost them the game, and it's how you fight through those moments that will just make you better game by game. And it will also tire you out, though, physically, mentally, and that's what we're starting to see with this Kings team. And, you know, I I mean, we you got to be realistic. you got to figure, like, this was going to happen at some point. I was just hoping that they could get to the second round, and then it would start happening. Oh. Now we know how Morgan's going to answer this poll question. Oh, no. Uh, do the Kings have a shot to force a game seven? The options, yes, I believe. Uh, I don't know. And it is all over. This might be one of the closest poll questions we have ever had. Wow. 42% of people saying, yes, I believe. 32% say, it is all over. And 26% say, I don't know. Uh-huh. I don't know. What are you at? I know where I'm at. Um, I'm in the, I don't know. I don't know. I don't feel good. I mean, I don't, I, to be honest, I don't know how any Kings fans like, yeah, I feel great about them going and winning a game six on the road. Like, can they? Sure. They can, they can. And they, they, they should be kicking themselves for game four. That's the game to me that you go, go back to game three when Draymond and GP two didn't play, but they, Mm -hmm. they played like shit that game game four, they played well. And then. I thought a lot of cases played better. They had one like quarter and that cost them. That cost them. And then they made some bad plays down the stretch. Um, That cost them. I just, this, this Warriors team smells blood now. They just did what they, they, they got kind of that, the monkey off their back by getting that road win that Mm -hmm. they needed. Now they're back home going, we win this. They don't want to come back to Sacramento. You think they want to come back to Sacramento for a game seven? There's no chance, but the reason I'm, eh, I don't know, is because the Kings do fight. And we could talk about the mistakes. We can talk about the missed shots. We could talk about the frustration we all have with losing and all that. But they do compete. They do compete. And even tonight, when everything that we have highlighted with, like, defensive breakdowns, the offensive rebounds, the missed shots, they were still in the game that's in the fourth why, quarter where you go, that's why the yeah. score was what it was right. because this team does not give up. And that's why when you asked that in our poll question, my answer is yes, I believe like that's okay. what I'm shocked. I'm shocked that that's, I, I doubted this team. Well, but for good freaking reason, I doubted this team before we even started the season. Right. I, I, I said this team, hey, they'll be in the play-in conversation. They're not going to be a playoff team right away. Like, look at the Western Conference. There's no way that a team that has been out of it for 16 seasons with a chaotic organization over these seasons with zero soul or culture or any of those keywords that you can think of, none of that existed. And this team 
took the leap that they took. And I doubted that. And in fact, I doubted that so much that I made a bet in the beginning of the season Ooh. on media day. And I said, they were like, had me draw the lion logo and it's such a bad drawing. And they're like, well, and we were talking about playoffs and stuff. And they're like, well, if the Kings make the playoffs, we get that tattooed on your body. Oh, there it is. Actually, this is what we're going to. Sh- so Morgan drew this before the season. Yeah. And so that is the tattoo that she's getting. You're getting that tomorrow? I'm getting it tomorrow. She's getting this tattoo tomorrow. So maybe this is the, you know, if you believe in this stuff, maybe this is exactly what the Kings need. Maybe this is kind of the good omen for Sacramento. Morgan is going to get that well, drawing. trying to draw that. Yeah, you're trying to draw the Kings Lion logo. And then. And that was your drawing. And you had how, how many seconds do you have to draw that? Oh, I had like 10 seconds. You had 10 so. seconds to draw. And so you're getting that tattooed. Not the logo. You're getting that tattooed yeah all right so i'm getting that tattooed tomorrow and there's people that also by the way i've had lots of fans reach out to me asking me for the the exact drawing so they could get it tattooed on their body and my favorite thing about this you guys is that there's so many people like oh you gotta oh that sucks that sucks here's the deal it's a great story it's not only a story true like no listen to me I have tattoos, just a few, right? Like, I'm not like, oh, I'm tatted up. Like, I've got a few tattoos, whatever. And they all have meaning to them. And this tattoo, because not only is, like, basketball so special to me, but the Kings are so special to me, but this season, Deuce, has truly been so special for me career-wise, for mm. the organization, for a team that was my my childhood freaking team and it represents so much more than this team just making the playoffs this season with mike brown and squad it's like this was the year the curse was broken that i think we all felt hope again i'm serious and it was magical and it's been magical i, and I don't it's like not over. Right no, no no you, it's okay. not it's not over but my point is is that is what it truly represents. And I am really excited to get this small little tattoo tomorrow. Yeah, and I, I some people in the, the chat were mentioning that, get the real logo, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no. hey. No, no, who cares? We, we <laughs> no, understand that would it's be not stupid. pretty. We understand it's not pretty. That's kind of the point. She made the bet. Boom. I drew it, and that's yeah. what makes it even more special. Uh, I appreciate everyone hanging out in the live chat, too. I, I'm trying to keep up with it. And, of course, we got a lot of new people in here, people hanging out, and we appreciate it. I'm just going to ask this of the chat. What? Just be chill, guys. Be chill. I, I see some Warriors fans in here. D- d- you don't have to troll here. You're you're in our house. Just hang out. We can talk. We're just talking about the game. Wait, like, we gave your team some love. Just- like this? Uh, tattoo an L on your forehead, too. Oh, no. And then someone else was like, it's over, some Warriors fan. It's like, hey, guys, I, th- here's the one thing that I don't understand. Like, if you're a Warriors fan, you don't need to punch down, bro. Like, yeah. Well, like you're the defending champs. Like, you, you probably should be winning this series, and you are. And the, the Kings are giving you everything they got, and they're trying to make this competitive. And here's are you what's having great. fun? This series has been great. It's yeah. been great. It's been a fun series, so... Now the Kings are in desperate mode. Um, what other things jumped out to you in tonight's Kings loss? Um, obviously, uh, when I was looking at some of these three-pointers, and I want to look at them again, I feel like they were once again good looks. 
That's what they're missing shots. And that's what's I, so frustrating about it. Herter's in his own head right yep. now. And I felt like he was rushing every he's playing too fast. He's overthinking it. And he's thinking about coming into this game. I'm a three for twenty one. I gotta get it going. Today he talked to shoot around. James Ham's asking him, Are you feeling good? Yep. You know, he's and I get it. You know, you're searching right now. Sure. But you can't overthink things. You just gotta go play your game. I thought there was a stretch. I'm like, okay, maybe he's Got it going. He's knocked down a shot. He had a couple of inside. But, man, he gets a couple of misses, and then I think he starts overthinking things. And you just got to you gotta trust your work. You, you, you go through funks as a shooter. It's going to happen. It's just now everything is magnified. If you go through a regular season and you have a stretch of games where you have five games where you're kind of in a funk, no one really talks about mm-hmm. it, especially if you're someone like Kevin Herter. People are like, hey, well, hopefully it gets out of here. Like, yeah, we got a lot of time to go. In the playoffs, you can't have these moments. And he's in this moment. And he can't get out of it right now. Yeah, and I would say like the best way to get out of it for him would be to do what he did. I believe it was in game two. And it was he was – he was curling off lots of screens, moving without the basketball, and getting a lot of middies, right? Just his mid-range game looked fantastic. He was uh, cooking Steph Curry a few times, just looking looking good from somewhere else than from beyond the arc. And Kevin Herter, I think, is one of the better players on the Kings when it comes to moving without the basketball. Yeah. So. I don't know why he hasn't just continued being great at that because he is still a threat, even with even if it isn't from beyond the arc. Like they're still going to make sure that they are paying attention to him. What's been the biggest surprise to you in this series through uh, five games? Has it been the poor shooting? Has it been Sabonis not being as good? Like what's been the biggest surprise to you? Um that's a, that's actually a great question because I, I would actually say a few things and you mentioned two of them absolutely. But I think it would be Domas Sabonis not playing his best basketball. I, I thought while the Warriors have done a pretty good job of taking him out of his game, I think he's a really good player and a good enough player to make the right adjustments to get back into his game mentally and physically. And it just seems like the matchup doesn't work for him well. And I, I've noticed that throughout the season when there's a matchup that he doesn't play well against, it's not like the next game he finds his groove. It's It's been like, oh, this is a tough one for him. So other people need to be and need to help on the on the team and there's just not enough people on this king squad that are stepping up and helping you know bob myers was on um 95 some of the game in san francisco today and he was comparing the kings to the early warriors teams the one that really competed with the denver nuggets in the first round and just he was just talking about how talented they are yet it just, there are just these moments, right? Like, you almost have to go through this process. You know, it's so yeah. frustrating to go through this process, but you have to go through it, and you have to learn from it. And someone like Sabonis, if this series does end in, you know, six or seven, it's going to have some deeper reflection to do about, all right, like, you had a great year. You had an all-NBA year, but in this series, this specific matchup... 
you did not perform at the level that this team needs. Like, how do you get to the next level? Yeah. How do you get to the next level? And that's a challenge. It's, and I think Mike Brown said this before, and I completely agree. It's, it's easy to go from the bottom to take a leap. Then the next challenge is to take the next leap. It's, it's harder to go further, right? Like that's with anything in life too. Oh, that next leap is harder. You had an all NBA year. You had a great regular season. Yeah. How do you get to, how do you elevate to being a good playoff player? And I think, and just like you said, you get to learn from these experiences. And I think an experience like that, it's more of, okay, what couldn't I do against that matchup that I want to do next year against any team that throws that type of matchup at me? And I think for Sabonis, what you saw a little bit of tonight, when they were in that drop coverage, he did a much better job of taking the jump shot, not just taking it from the elbow, take a dribble, boom, be in a rhythm, take that little yeah. mid-range shot. And I just, uh, I loved even that small adjustment for him. And if he could work on something like that and become such a threat from everywhere, then he'll be able to use his ball handling and do so much more. One thing that we, we talked about the turnover issues. I, I feel like they've done a great job. I think Steph actually had a great strip on him. Sabonis was trying to take it end-to-end for a oh, jam. And yeah. It seemed like it was going to be a no-doubt-about-it jam. Steph came in there knocked the ball away. GP2's getting his hands on the ball. Uh, the Warriors, with the deflections, were fantastic. But the other thing I think they do a great job of, and Draymond, you know, he takes charges. And they have read Sabonis well. When Sabonis does try to lower his shoulder down, they read that and they're like, we're going to take the hit. We're yep. going to take the hit. And so Sabonis has to adjust from that too. Like, you know, you lower that shoulder so much. It, it's like you're trying to score a touchdown. Well, and think about how many teams in the beginning of this season were like, oh, just take away, just take away his left, right? Yeah, just yeah. take away his left. Just take away his left. Make him go right. And there were so many teams that couldn't execute that game plan with Sabonis because he was so good he could still go left. And – I think with this Warriors team, it wasn't about the just the angles and pushing him left, pushing him right. Like, what does he do when he doesn't have a body on him? Because, you know, like they did, they just, they made the extra tweaks because they have a smart coach, they have a smart team, they have a championship team, and those tweaks, they just hurt. It just hurts to see the Kings taking on the Warriors in the first round for the first time that they've made a postseason in 16 seasons. What's going on? Right, we just got a dog over here. He's, 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 he's a craving attention. He's craving attention. Man, I feel bad. You know? Do you? Yeah. Playoff man. deuce is a little soft now, huh? No, I just, you know, I know my dog, and he's, he's acting out right now. I just saw him try to chew a picture on the wall. Yeah, he's just in this, he's in a mood right now. And so I'm trying to get him. Hey, Bubba, what's up? You're upset that the Kings lost? Yeah. Is it over? Oh, do you go? Do you give Dad some kisses? You give Dad some kisses? Oh, what a cutie, huh? Yeah, it's what so a cutie. Cute. No, I'm so. Let's glad. give it up for Carlin. Yeah. yeah. Good. Um. Okay. Uh. So yes, the bonus was pretty much my answer of like. Yes. Biggest surprise or whatever the question actually was. Yeah, I thought going into this year, I was like, I and you know what? We did we did playoff preview podcasts where we're like, hey, and I, I heard this from people like Sabonis is gonna dominate this matchup. And I even was like, 
Dude, he put up monster numbers this year against the Warriors. 22 and 16 and 7. Like, he was awesome against them. But we both said, Looney and Draymond are strong guys, and man. They play physical. Yep. They've been there. And what do you know? It's like when people say, like, playoff basketball is different. I think people just go to, oh, it's physical. It's No, it's, it's I mean, there's so much, um like, playoff smarts I, that I, come to play, too. And this is where it's wrong, though. I thought if, if you were to be like, hey, Deuce, who do you think is going to have a better series against the Warriors, Sabonis or Fox? I would have leaned towards Sabonis. Yeah. I was more concerned about Fox because of GP2 and DiVincenzo Wiggins. and Draymond and Wigan. They have so many guys to throw at Fox, yet Fox has been overall pretty good. It wasn't efficient tonight, especially in the second half. He only had seven points in the second half. I know. Nine of 25 shooting after a great start. In the first half, he was 17-5-5, and, and you're going, this might be a Fox classic game. You know, if... Okay, here's my other question. If Fox didn't hurt his finger... Do you think we would have looked at that second half and been like, he's got to do better? Yeah, for sure. I feel, for sure. and I'm not saying it's justified. But yeah. The guy, I mean, just just fractured the but, tip of know, his shooting hand. The adjustment will be, especially if the Kings lose this series. Look, the the book's out on this team now, right? Like, if you yep. can find a way to take away Sabonis, you could really damage the Kings' offense. And like someone like Herter is not getting the same looks that he got. In the regular season, where that two-man game, the dribble handoff with him and God. and Sabonis and, and Sabonis and Murray, like th- that's they are nowhere near getting the 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 amount of DHOs that they got during the regular season. And the Warriors have done a good job of altering their offense, their offensive identity, but at the same time, you you saw it. You saw it in those first two games, especially yeah. where the Kings were capable of still playing enough of their game, their high powered offense that got them here in the first place that made them so special this season. You saw it. And that's what's it's it's like, are the Kings tiring out and not able to keep up or are the Warriors really getting better and better game by game in this series. And I think it's a little bit of both. Well, and I think that's the other thing for the Warriors in this series is like Wiggins is getting better and better game by game. You know, he missed a lot of time and now he's getting more comfortable. I mean, there is a stretch in the fourth quarter. Wiggins is hitting a big shot. Clay is fading in the corner, oh, reminiscent to that shot that Curry hit in the corner early in this series mm. in, in, at Golden One Center. Big threes, dream on hitting, you know, a one foot step back like he's Dirk. I mean, it's and in Korea that and one they they were just it was ridiculous shot making. So, yeah, we should mention that tonight's podcast, by the way, is presented by our buddy Sean Stanfield over at rate.com slash Sean Stanfield. If you're looking to sell your, if you're looking to buy a house, if you're looking to refinance, Sean is your guy. He'll make the experience really easy. I know so many people have questions about buying a house. Does it make sense for you? Can I afford to buy a house? I don't. Don't ask me. <laughs> ask Sean Stanfield. Uh, Should I refinance right now? Uh, it could make sense. Why are you asking Deuce? He why are you know. asking me? I don't know, but Sean Stanfield will. And that's why you go to rate.com slash Sean Stanfield. You can also give him a call at 916-276-7563. That's 916 916- 
276-7563. He's helped many of our podcast listeners, whether it's refinance or purchase a house. I've known him for over a decade. He's a great guy, and he's a Kings fan. So hit him up, Ray.com slash Sean Stanfield. Equal housing lender, subject to credit approval, NMLS ID number 349707, company NMLS ID number 2611, org. Thanks so much to our friends at... Guarantee! Great. Guarantee! Great. We should also mention that tonight we're presented by Julie Reagan over at Lion Real Estate. He was at the game tonight, and I know he was not happy with the officials. Uh, just so you know, Morgan's brother, Joey, who does amazing work with Lion Real Estate, if you want to find a house in Sacramento, he is your guy to hit up. He knows this region better than anyone. He's a great guy to work with. But he has never gone to a game where he's been like, hey, the officials did good tonight. Never. Ever. Yeah. I think the last text I got from tonight was F the officials. Oh, wow. Yeah. Was that the final? Yes. <laughs> F the officials. Sounds like Joey. But he'll say, uh, let's go buy you a house. That was lame, Morgan. I that was I After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight better the reward you put in the hours the energy the tough labor you are a fighter and medela is your reward medela the mark of a fighter drink responsibly beer imported by crown import chicago illinois this is the story of the one as head of maintenance at a concert hall he knows the show must always go on that's why he works behind the scenes ensuring every light is working the hvac is humming and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Have anything? Let's I'd go have anything. buy you a Let's house? rewind and act okay. like that happened. Yeah, yeah. He's the last text he said was "f the refs," and so you should call him. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Joey Reagan's awesome. JayReagan.GoLion.com. If you're looking for a house in the Sacramento region or elsewhere, he can point you in the right direction. You can give him a call or text him at 916-412-4592. 916-412-4592. License number zero two one two eight zero seven. Zero. F the refs, buy a house. F, F the, the refs, refs, buy a house. house. Okay, can motto. I give my one officiating gripe of the day? Oh, and I think, wait, I, I bet you anything it's going to be the same gripe. 
It is. Okay. We, uh, I, hold on. Let's play a game with the chat, the okay. live chat. Okay. What do you think my one officiating gripe? And I also want to make it, uh, let's let's know. Yeah. I'm not saying that the officials had to do anything with the outcome of no. tonight's game. I'm not saying no. that. What's my no. one gripe? Let's see what they say. Yeah. Because uh, I def I have the same gripe. And it is, ooh. <clears throat> <laughs> Kings fan got it. <laughs> Kings fan got yep. it. Yep. Draymond not getting a tech. I, I, what are we doing? Fox gets a technical, and he he probably deserved he it. Deserved he deserved it. He was pissed. He damn up. Loved it. Draymond Green. I think at one point he was telling the official, "Give me an effing tech." And they're like, "No, no, like, we can't do it." No. Whistle. Someone actually did post a video of Tony Brothers dapping him up at one point, and see, this is. A Look, the officials need to have a relationship with the players. Right. That's fine. I'm cool with that. But I'm just like, you got to tee them up, man. What, it's not like that technical would have tossed them out. It's, it's amazing how the league, some of the officials, give such a long leash to the biggest complainers. Luca, Draymond. LeBron, it, the stand like it's, it's, it's just wild. gotta be equal. It's wild to it's me. Just gotta be equal, and it can't be like you know. But if it's equal, then he'd be thrown out of game. Okay, then maybe maybe he shouldn't yeah. do what he's doing because not only is it just annoying to watch, it's more annoying when it's just not fair yeah. and it's not treated the same for other players. But that would be my my one thing that is at, and it's so obvious yeah. that it's annoying. All right, but that's that's it. That's, that's it. it. That's, that's it. it. I'm not going to complain. Look, there are missed calls on both sides. Both whatever, sides. Whatever. Um, well, let's talk about game six. Game six, oh, Friday God. in San Francisco. Yep. Yep. Look, it's daunting. It is. But it's also not impossible. You played there in a game four that they needed big time to avoid going down 3-1, and you competed with a shot to win it at the buzzer. Tonight, you did not play well enough for most of the game. And you still had a shot late in the fourth quarter. That's my message if I'm Mike Brown. If we're just a little bit better, if we can string a couple more defensive stops together, Dude. if we can knock down a few more shots, if we can prevent a few offensive rebounds, we're going to have a shot to force a game seven. You can't worry about, oh, are we going to win a game? You got you to get to game seven. It's about game six. Going out there, executing. I think one thing that's interesting in this game, it's a 5 p.m. tip-off in San Francisco. Mm. How does that impact the crowd? Does it impact the crowd? Does Am it? I looking too much into it? Sure. But 5 o'clock on a Friday in San Francisco, I don't know, late arriving crowd? Is it going to there going to be issues? What, what's yeah. the environment going to be that night in San Francisco? I don't think it matters. I think it does. The next thing I'm going to bring up here okay. is there's not as much time between games. Now, to be fair, we said the Kings did look tired tonight, so maybe that negatively impacts them. Maybe it's bad because Fox doesn't have enough time to let his finger rest up after tonight. He's taking more pain pills and whatever. But Curry played 42 minutes tonight. He did. He played 43 minutes in game four, Morgan. Like... He had a couple of days off. There's one day off, and there's a game six. That's going to be something to watch. It's going to be challenging. They're not going to be favored, but it's not impossible. 
you got home court advantage so you could be in a situation where if there was a game seven, it would be on your home floor. Knock down some shots, play hard, play physical, so try to win that game. I, I love how you started it with um, talking about those, the tweaks, you know, the, the one extra defensive possession. Yeah. Can, can, can you finish a great or a good defensive possession with that rebound and not allowing them to get those 11 offensive boards. Sure, you had 12, but it doesn't matter if you're allowing 11 for 18 second well, chance points. Well, and one other thing I want to bring out, points in the paint. Yeah. It was 60 to 56, but but the Warriors were 30 for 41 in the paint. The Kings, 28 of 46. Mm. That's beyond efficient for the Golden State Warriors in this game. Beyond efficient. Yeah. Uh, the, the Kings got destroyed. You got to make life Those harder back- for the Yes. Ex- the backdoor cuts, the movement, the bomb. And it's hard. Oh, this it's is so a, they, hard. They, they execute. I mean, Looney has just been so... Looney's so underrated. Yeah, He's criminally Unsung underrated. hero. But when you have two guys who can make past it, like we know Draymond can, but Looney, I mean, he's had multiple games with... But Five you plus know what assists, it is? Seven assists, eight assists. It's the quick decision making, right? Like when he gets the ball in the middle, he's not thinking about it. He already knows if oh, someone from the weak side's collapsing and someone's spraying out for three. Yeah. I have them wide open. Like it's already thought about. And I feel like there was moments tonight, even just to compare for the Kings, where they would get in the paint and there was a struggle or chaos and like. Where do I go now? Not a lot of like leaving their feet and where do I go now? But just like it wasn't the the purpose to get into the paint was like, I don't know what to do. But a lot of that had to do with Looney and his arms up and Draymond and his arms up altering their decision making. They do a great job. They really do. They really do. So, yeah, game six is going to be about like have making those tweaks and playing much better basketball. And that's the thing. You talk about tweet these there's not like a ton of crazy tactical things in my opinion that have to change. It's doing the little things. That's it. And it's like you know what has to happen? Guys have to play better. Yep. Sabonis has to be better. Herder, if he gets minutes, he has to knock down threes. Or he, do something else though. Yeah, you have to you have to impact the game. Like guys just have to play better. I mean, 30% from three is just not going to cut it. You're not winning a series by shooting 30% from three. It's just not. You're not good enough. It's, you're not good enough. Tonight, too, they had 19 turnovers. The other thing I want to mention, by yeah. the way, Morgan, they're averaging in the playoffs. This can't even be right. I have to double check it because I don't even think it's right. Ooh. I'm going to double check it. And what, I'm probably, what? it's probably going to be right. And it's dep- the Kings are averaging 21.6 assists per game in, in the, the playoffs. playoffs. You want to know what they did in the regular season? Mm, what did they do? 27.3. Yeah. What a difference, right? I mean, yeah. Sh- the Warriors' def- defense in this series has just been amazing. They've, they've done their smart. jobs. It's they've been done really their jobs. Smart. Yeah. I, I think, like, for all mm. all the times during the regular season that um, people were knocking down their defense and what it couldn't do or yeah, but the size, it's like they play so you know smart, what, though. though. What? We were fair about this shit. Yeah, what, I, what do you mean? Pat playoff deuce on the back, so I don't have to <sighs> pat, pat me on the back. Why do you need this? I said people when people why were you need no, affirmation? because I said 
what I say before a series is that, hey, after the All-Star break, they're seventh in defensive rating. They're really good defensively at home. The road stuff is kind of misleading because Curry and Wiggins missed time. Those guys are back now. Oh, they had a GP2. And people mocked me. They people didn't mock, mock no, 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 no. They did mock me. Oh, they don't win on the road. Look, to me, I doubted the Warriors when Wiggins was out. When Wiggins was, I, when it was uncertain he was coming back, I doubted them for sure. But once he got back, and oh, once they got GP2, it's like, well, I mean, that changes everything for them. Wiggins, the Kings don't have anyone to guard Wiggins. Who guard? Who can guard Wiggins on this team? And then what he can do on the other end, it's a tough matchup. I, I And, you know, I, I hope I don't sound too deucey downer tonight. Oh. Obviously, big picture. This is, I'm so glad, and I said this before the series, I am glad the Kings are getting their first touch for this team in the playoffs is against this caliber of a team yeah the team that has been there has done it and the kings have competed with them they are making this a series they didn't get swept they didn't get embarrassed they're showing they're showing this king squad this is you have to be so good on so many yeah. different levels you can't just have the best offense in the league yeah you can't just have um some you know the 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 clutch player of the year and the the rebounding champ and the coach of the year. You can't just have all three of those awards and still be able to win a playoff series because the playoffs are that different. And I love that they are getting this experience, but I also love Deuce that there's still a chance. There's there still is still a chance. A chance. I, I don't appreciate uh, someone that's just saying Deucey Downer sounds like off season Deuce. No, I'm not. No. We're not even there yet. We're not no, there yet. No, 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 no. I I've just made a case why I think they could they can win. Like it's guys just have to play better. Sometimes it's as simple as that. Let's talk to some people. It is night chat, right? I love it. Uh, let's see if this guy can make us feel better. Let's welcome him to the show. You heard him in the background a few minutes ago. Uh, Coach Nick. Nick, are you there? Sleeping. Is he sleeping? Nick, unmute yourself. I'm here. Oh. Were you asleep? No, I'm not. All right, I'm, Nick. I'm not playing Xbox. Are you? What do you play on Xbox? GTA. That's why I got it paused. Okay. <laughs> hey, it. but I just want to say I know we lost, but we got to play better. Are you, know? you upset? Are you upset about the loss, Nick? Probably I am because if we lose, at least we went to the playoffs. But we got. We have to win game six. On Friday. What, what's your message? If you're talking to the team after tonight, they, they're upset. They're down. They're disappointed with the loss. What do you tell them? Play after the your defense Ooh. and get yourself a win. Play your defense, Morgan. Play your defense. Why, why not buy a house for the Kings? Oh, you know for, they need to. Maybe they do need a house. Okay, okay, okay. Sure, we could we could work we that. Could, we'll we'll yeah. call Joey and figure that out. Um, Nick. Yeah. What about knocking down shots? They're missing shots, Nick. They're not making threes. You got to play better. You got to you got to win your games. Nick, you know, it, it's it, what you got to do. Do you have a message for Warriors, there you the go. Warriors or Warriors fans? Be, You're going to go down. There you go. I like it. Beat them. 
and you will acknowledge us. Why not us. beat them, Morgan? Why not, Why not beat, beat them? them? Why not beat them, Nick? <laughs> I want to see. I want to see. I need to see the beam lit, Morgan. Do you want to see the beam lit? I want to see the beam lit too, Nick. And I hope we get to see that on Friday. All right. Anything else, I man? I gotta be. I gotta be on NBC Sports. I'll be on NBC Sports California. More. You know what's great about Why Morgan? Not watch you, Morgan? Yeah. Okay. Why not? Why not? All right. Sleep beams. No, there is no beam tonight. Oh, okay. Sleep, Sleep dreams. dreams. Sleep dreams. Sweet dreams. Sleep dreams. Sleep dreams. Yeah. All right. Bye, Nick. There you go, Nick. What's funny about Morgan? So Morgan, you're gonna be hosting. Oh yeah. Up game six. Kings Warriors. Morgan hosting pre and post on NBC Sports California. That game will be on NBC Sports California. Pre-game starting at four thirty p.m. Pacific time, with a five o'clock tip. That's a little weird. Yeah. So you're actually gonna be in San Francisco. But you're not going to be at the game. You have to work from the studio. But guess who's going to be at the game? Who's going to be inside Chase? Deuce Mason. Are you like like trying to rub it in my face? A little bit. A little bit. Oh, my God. Well, I I love the, the NBC studio, so I'm excited. All right, good. Um, let's check in on Twitter Spaces. Let's do it. Sorry for the delay. Let's uh, check in with Solo. Hi, Solo. What's up, man? Welcome in. Unmute yourself and let's chat. Oh, how's it going? Good. Right. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I requested to speak a little bit ago, and then I put my phone down for like half hour. I apologize. Oh, sorry, sorry. We're just vibing here, man. Yeah, that was weird feedback. What's going on, dude? Uh, nothing. Just uh, just coming down from the high. I mean, it's a big game. I'm a Warriors fan, yeah, so, yeah, so yeah. Don't, 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 don't kill me. Don't kill me. No, no. Oh, you, guys, you're good. Hey, you know what? As solo, as long as you're respectful, you're in our house right now. If I was in your house, I'd be respectful. I hope you you do the same. Look, I am a Northern California boy. I was born and raised. I love the Kings. I love the Warriors. I love. I, I was back there in Arco watching all those games play when the Warriors were down in the dumps. And I was, you know, I, I love Golden One. I've been there multiple times. So I'm I'm a Northern California boy. So I, okay. I like the Northern California team. So, so I was pretty devastated when it had to be the first round matchup. I wanted the Suns, and unfortunately, we got the Kings. So, what, what's your what's your take on this series? What's your feeling headed into Game Six? So I don't I don't like it for the Kings. Uh, I don't, I think Sabonis has uh, has really been shut down and hasn't been as he's been effective but not impactful. If that makes any sense, yes. and I think that I think that that's one of the most important reasons that he just has. Tra- it, I wouldn't say transformed because obviously the the, the front court defense for the for the Warriors has been pretty spectacular on him, uh, particularly when Draymond gets the switch on him and and Sabonis has to pass out. The one thing that I saw more than anything that I was scared of coming into the series was that mid that, that mid range dribble handoff was so lethal with De'Aaron Fox and Malik Monk that it, it seems like they're switching so well onto that because of the length of like Andrew Wiggins or the speed and athleticism of, of Gary Payton, that it's really disrupted their ability to get to the mid range, um, uh, like consistently throughout the game and, and to draw those fouls that they, that they're so capable of drawing and to, to be able to attack the basket like they do. It's one of the weaknesses of the Warriors coming into this that I was really worried about, uh, but they've really handled it effectively, especially in the last three games. And I think that's, uh, that's the biggest key to the factor right now that they, the Warriors' ability to, to not make Domas the playmaker that he has been all season long for the team. And he's going to be, you were, I heard you earlier say that he's going to be all NBA. That's absolutely sure. He should be all NBA, at least third 
their team. And so uh, for him to be uh, to be not shut down, but really limited in his playmaking ability has really changed the series, I think, in these last couple games. Oh, for sure. And I think it, it, in some ways there's been moments of it the last two that have looked better where I feel like the Kings are getting some more dribble handoff looks. Um, but you know, they have I thought to, he was great in the first quarter. Yeah, I and they, was, they have, I thought he was fantastic in the first quarter. And they have to knock him down, you know, and like Herder has just been a zero. And someone was saying today, I think I was listening to D'Lo and Casey, and they were asking like, who who need who do you need to have a bigger game, Sabonis or Herder? And I, I I make the case Herder because to me, if Herder is going, that means Sabonis is going. Yeah, I, I mean, think those yeah. two feed so well off each other. Yeah, and we talk so much about Sabonis not having an impact, but. When the Warriors have taken taken out two of the Kings starters in this series, and Harrison Barnes yeah. has really been ineffective in this series, we haven't really talked about him. And then Keegan, like really, there's the Kings have had one effective player in this series, one starter who's been effective. Like, and I know Sabonis yeah. has, still has moments, and I'm not trying, but he's not. You what you said is right on. He hasn't been as impactful. There have been glimpses of it. You see little bits and pieces, but. Dude, they've done a hell of a job on him. Yeah, one of the primary things I thought was uh, was uh, the his his lack of ability to bully uh, Looney, which I thought he would. To be honest with you, I, I didn't think he would do that to Draymond. I think Draymond's one of the best defenders of our generation. Watching this, but but I think Looney was not big enough to be able to handle the interior as well as he has, especially on the on the rebounding aspect of it. But he just has. It just it just like the way it is. It just happened that way. That he's put out the the effort. They've gotten the switches off enough. And they've eliminated his ability to either kick out, especially when they're not hitting as well. Uh, the Kings have been pretty dreadful throughout the majority of the series at the, at the three. Um, and, and it just kind of hasn't really worked for them in their favor, aside from the first. I think the first game, they were the best. They had their best three-point shooting. Or the first or second game, I can't remember which one it was. But it's just been uh, the limiting at the perimeter with the switching of the of the perimeter defenders for the Warriors and then limiting the bonus is pretty much taking the Kings out of the series. I think they'll close it out in game six. I the, the Warriors tend to have a or have a tendency to get better as series go on. They get harder to beat and especially they get really hard to beat at Chase. Uh, so playing at Chase Center a third time for any team in the playoffs against the Warriors is really tough, especially you know, when they're they're in the West. Um, it's just kind of they figure teams out. They have a good coaching staff, and the team is smart enough to understand, you know, where the tendencies of their 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 matchups are, uh, and they they tend to put these types of games away. So I don't really have a ton of hope for the Kings in this one, but I mean, there's always that game where you need one guy to go off. He does and changes the whole complexion of the game for you. Well, and solo, if if there is a game seven. Your ass better be calling us on night chat after game six. You better be on here talking about the Kings forcing a game seven, you son of a... All right, man. Appreciate you, Solo. Same thing. (laughs) Appreciate it, guys. Thanks a lot. All right, see ya. See ya. I love that. I love just basketball people. Also, people are giving him crap, like saying, oh, he's he can't like both teams. I think he was saying he's a Warriors fan, but he was like, I like the Kings. Northern California guy. I don't think he was saying he was a Kings fan. No. No, no, no. He wasn't. He wasn't at all. Win that game six. Now do it. Give me that game six. I know. I mean, it's it's doable. That's that's what I love. Like, there's been games throughout this season where I'm like, I don't know if they can beat the Bucks. Like, this is going to be tough. Even the Bucks got eliminated tonight. But against this Warriors team, not only because of yeah. everything that went down, but I just like, it's very doable. Yeah, oh, it it's is. realistic. Philip says it right. You got to hit shots. Yep. I mean that. That's the ser- like. For again, we just highlighted all the things the Kings have done wrong tonight. 
It was 123-116. They had a chance. They were down 3-117-114. They took the lead at one point in this game. And they they made two threes in the, after the first quarter. They were 2 of 23. If you can just knock. And it's... They've had open... You've talked about... They've had open looks. Yeah. And they're not... It's not even... It's... Again, their offense is... It's out of rhythm well, because of the Warriors... Good defense. Mentally, where do you think the Kings are at right now? Do you think this loss is demoralizing, or do you think that Brown and that coaching staff has them focused and understanding what what lies ahead? Oh, I think, I think they absolutely have the right mindset yeah. because they they know it's just like what they said. What Mike Brown said in the beginning of this series. There's more pressure on the Warriors. Mm. There is. Even if with their backs against the wall, there's more pressure on the Warriors in what they're supposed to do this season. So go get them. Well, let's hear from uh, De'Aaron Fox. He talked about the team's mindset headed into a big win or go home game six. Yeah, I mean, we know our backs against the wall. and We know that, you know, going there, it's a tough place to win. Um, but at the end of the day, I mean, you're, you're taking it one game at a time. Uh, and we're just trying to prepare Try to match. Try to bring the physicality from the first, uh, from from the tip, and you go out there and you try to win a game. One one loss and your season's over. But like I said, we're we're thinking about it one game at a time. Can we just talk about this for a second? De'Aaron Fox, badass. Just a bad badass. Badass. Thank you for playing, De'Aaron. Yeah. No. For, truly, like, just what an incredible leap on the floor and off the floor mm -hmm. in the way that he talks, not only to media, talks about his teammates, talk, talks about himself. Just it, incredible. I'm so, so thankful he's on this team. One other thing we talked about earlier in the podcast was the fact that Keegan Murray had 10 points in the first quarter, super aggressive, coming out, knocking down some threes, um, and also attacking. Uh, Keegan on the night finished four of five, two of two from three with 10 points. He did not take a shot after the first quarter of this game. Hey, De'Aaron, what was up with that, man? In the first quarter, you guys oh. got Keegan Murray loose. Uh, he had 10 points. He was all over the place. And then it just kind of stopped. Was there something you guys needed to do to get him open, or is it just the way the flow of the game? Um, I mean, I think it was the flow of the game, but at, but at the same time, um, we have to get him more shots. I mean, you know, he's one of the better shooters in the league. And um, I think he only took one shot after the first quarter, so... Uh, yeah, for us, we have to help him get open. And he did not take one shot. So the one shot at the end, he ended up taking a shot at the end of the fourth quarter, but did not. it was not released in time, so they went back, scratched that off. That was not a shot attempt for Keegan Murray. You think about this series, Morgan, or you think about the season, there were five guys in the NBA who made 200 or more threes on 40% or better from three-point land. Yeah. Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Buddy Heald, Kevin Herter, and Keegan Murray. Four of them are in this series. Yeah. Four of them. Yep. Wow. Yep. So annoying. It's just not working for the Kings. Would you make a change to starting lineup for game six, or do you go, hey, you know what? This got us here. We won 48 games with this group. I'm going to be confident, Kevin. If Kevin doesn't have it, we'll pull him early. There you go. Okay. That's it. That's it. I mean, that's, that's kind of what they did tonight. Yeah. And it's, it's what it's Mike Brown's MO. I mean, look at the way that he didn't even adjust Malik Monk into the starting lineup throughout the regular season when um, 
De'Aaron was out or a different guard, whoever was out. Yeah. It was it was he wants to keep the structure that he already has in place. And I don't think that is the wrong thing to necessarily do. And I wouldn't be mad either if he put Davion in the starting line. I was like, actually, I'm going to go in this direction. Sure, like tire out Steph Curry right from the start, whatever. But I'm totally fine with um, with him making that rotation and that adjustment whenever he feels like he needs to do that in the beginning of the game. Let's uh, go to one more. Let's check in with Leaf Viking. What's up, Leaf Viking? Deuce, Morgan. I love you guys. Honestly, I, I listen to you as often as I can. And tonight, you know, I took my time. I watched the game. I really broke it down. And I want to get your opinion on the moment when Keegan, I feel like he hurt his thumb again or, you know, something happened there mm. on the floor. God damn you, Lee Viking. What? I'm so glad you brought that up. Yep, thank you. Damn it, what? we didn't even talk about that, man. Okay, can, okay, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> so you, can I, let me finish my point. Yeah, no, and yeah, you're good. I want your opinion on it because I trust in your word, dude. Like, honestly, like, you guys break the game down so fucking great. <laughs> and I need, I need to hear this. Um, let me say this, so... Why Why does Mike Brown not decide to take Keegan out or call a timeout on the next play and just remove him from the game from that moment? I feel like that was a pivotal moment in the game. Like, Keegan literally gave up on a play. And I've watched Kings games for the past 25 years, dude. Not a single coach has not removed a player the moment they showed signs of weakness. Well, he he just. And I'm not I think he, Mike Brown. Yeah, I mean, I but, when did that was the, I'm trying fourth, to remember. Right? Was that in the fourth? Oh, yeah, that was in the fourth yeah. quarter. Yeah, I noted in my yeah. notes fourth quarter. Yeah, he okay. grabbed it. But that was early fourth quarter, and then he. I mean, I think it stunned him at first, and then it, he shook it off and kept playing. He, I he put. I mean, no, but Mike Brown sent Davion Mitchell to the scores table, uh -huh. and Keegan came over. He's like, Nah, I'm good. Like it took him a second. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm not. I actually the the thing that was interesting late in the game where. The Kings were, it was still close, and he took Mitchell out and put Keegan in, and I was like, you're weighing, do you want to stop? And he had to leave Monk in there, and you have Fox in there. Mm -hmm. Do you want defense or offense? And he leaned offense, and I I'll tell you what, Steph Curry's eyes lit up and was like, okay, I'm, I'm attacking the rookie because Mitchell's not out there. Yep. Yeah, because that's the defending champions that we're playing. Yeah. And, I mean, I say bring it on, game six. I mean, the Kings are really good at playing as an underdog. And the fact that we've taken the defending champions to a game six in the first round of the playoff series in how many years? Say it. 16 17? seasons. Yeah. yeah. 17 <laughs> years. I've been watching this team mm. like more than that, Morgan. Honestly, like, but we're all touching the same base here. Like, I'm just saying, like, Mike Brown is the coach of the year for a reason. Yeah. And he's still learning this team, right? And, I mean, maybe it was my fault, dude. I switched over to the Miami Heat game, and I watched Jimmy Butler hit that shot at the end of regulation. Damn, dude. Miami Are you kidding me, dude? Mi Miami sent the Bucks packing, man. I, look, dude, I know that, I know this is not a Miami podcast. No, no. Or, you know, but. It's, it's, it's a basketball, basketball podcast. podcast. It's no, a basketball but, podcast. Yeah. I love it. Boom. <sighs> 
Well, time out, though. Real fast. Real fast, though, on this. What? Go ahead. I know Giannis got hurt in game one, missed two and three. Yeah. Miami wins game four. Giannis was 100%. I get all that. And he had an interesting question after the game. Uh, A a reporter asked him, was this season a failure? And he took real, like, he was upset about it. Like, he was offended by the question? Yes, because he's like, look. It's not, that's not, like, Michael Jordan won six championships. He played many years, so were all the seasons a failure? I think he got a little upset at the, at the, and I understand it, uh, but, you know, for them to be sent packing, and they're in an interesting position. Giannis is banged up. Budenholzer made some mistakes down the stretch. Chris Middleton, I feel bad, 31 years old, but that knee, that knee problem is not going away. Mm. You know, Dude, they're, they're in a weird spot, man. You bring up a great point, Deuce, like, Besides the point of injuries and this and that, right? We're talking about the Eastern Conference, and I, I'm bringing up the Western. And the hold up, give me a second. Let me recollect my thoughts. <laughs> who, who, besides the Warriors, do the Kings need to beat to make it all the way? Like, as far as I'm concerned, the Bucks just got eliminated tonight, dude. Yeah. Like, we can we have the opportunity. To bury the Warriors. We had it tonight. I understand that. We dropped the ball a little bit. You know, you got to protect home court. But as far as I'm concerned, dude, I'd rather be in a position I'm in now because the truth is, for the past, honestly, 20 years, I've never been able to focus in on the Kings as much as I am now. And I've always wanted to. That doesn't mean I haven't had the energy to follow the Kings. Follow every play. Who's the coach? Who are they subbing in at this minute? That yeah. minute. It's a little dude. more fun this way, isn't it? It's way more entertaining. Marie oh and I talk God. about this all the time. How many times have we talked about that? We don't got to say that you know, but like, yeah. damn, dude. Yeah. I'm with you, dude. I'm with you. And I'm, I'm just saying, like, I brought up that point. Like, did you actually, like, you see the replay, right? Did you see Jimmy Butler's game time play at the end of regulation yeah, tonight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that but, shot should have never went in. Butler's ridiculous, dude. Thanks for checking in, man. I appreciate. I appreciate you. your energy. I got one more thought. One more thought. What you got? One more thought. Here's the thing. Regardless of what happens in the Kings' postseason right now, you know we're doing good as far as I'm concerned. I'm happy with everything I'm seeing. We lost tonight. That's a fact. But here's the thing: in the off season, aren't we really like set up? Don't we have our picks? Don't we have like some money to spend in the off season? I mean, I don't want to be that guy who just starts thinking about the future. I'm not there yet. I'm, yeah. I'm usually Mr. Off season. And I'm not either. I'm not, not either. No. I'm not either, dude. I'm not either. I'm not either. And I already bought tickets to game six. And I, I futured tickets to game seven because I believe it's going to happen. And I'm just saying, <laughs> you got to let them know, man. Right. You gotta let them know. Can I get a hell yeah? Give me a hell yeah. Hell yeah. Give me a hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, man. We'll, we'll, we'll I appreciate you, you. Oh my god. You made me laugh. I love. I loved his energy. Um, my take right now, watching the NBA playoffs. There's no favorite. There's well everyone. And the Bucks just got eliminated. And you know how so many Kings the fans bu- are like, oh man, think about if that was them in the finals. Every team is thinking that right now. Giannis is out. Giannis is out. The Miami Heat were the eighth spot. Yeah. They're the eighth seed. 
Yeah. They lost their first play-in to the Hawks. Yes. They had to fight for the eighth spot. And, and they they advance. Like, the Such Boston cool Celtics, story. you know, I'm watching how, like, Trey Young, I'm like, this Boston doesn't finish that game at home. No DeJounte Murray. He's out with a suspension, and Trey Young buries a three-pointer to win it. The Suns, they've had moments, but they also were playing a team that was, like, no Kawhi, no Paul George. The Lakers, you're seeing some flashes, and then you see tonight where it's a close game, and then Memphis goes on, like, a 26-3 run and wins it. Like, the, the Nuggets, okay, they swept Minnesota. No one believed in Minnesota. I told you about Minnesota since July. You told us. Who's the favorite? Who's the favorite? And so many people want to I, go to the Suns because maybe, of KD. Maybe. And Devin but, Booker, but who's they been still have questions. Line. Like, their depth sure. is not legit. Sure. They, I feel like it's in question. So, I, I look all around the NBA, and it's it's great. There is no great team. And for yep. years, all we were doing was bitching. It's Cavs, Warriors, every year. All oh, this sucks. This sucks. And now we're at a point where it's like, Who I don't it? know. Like, I I made the case to Morgan. I don't know if I've said it on the, on the podcast. I've said this to other people. I think the winner of this series, Warriors-Kings, gets to the conference finals. That's fair. And. Sure. And if you get there, who knows what could happen. But it's wide open this year, and that's what makes it great. It, it's, it's it's what makes it great. People saying zero chance Boston loses. You're may you, you could be right. I feel. I, I mean, I feel that confident in saying that. But at the same time, like weird shit happens. Yeah, I mean the Sixers right now, and Bead's not healthy. Right. So. Yep. I don't know. It's just everyone has their flaws. Everyone has their flaws. There's no doubt about it. I want to give some love to the people watching us live. Thanks so much to Ty. Doing five bucks. He says, I've been with y'all for the whole season. Game seven, Kings. Let's go. Assuming the worst, do you think we can repeat this success next season? Uh, you know, look, you, you, you're going to make tweaks. You're going to lose certain guys. This year was a weird year in the West, and the Kings stayed extremely healthy, right? Like, they won 48 games. Amazing year. I, I, I have to, like, remind myself sometimes the Kings won 48 fucking games. That's crazy. Okay. Now, go. See, this is Morin's problem. I, I, I say this naturally in the moment. Now she feels like she has to drop an F-bomb. No, I don't. I just, I, it's, it's part of my it. language. No, you I don't force it because it. that's all I say. And I was just about to say it. That's all I effing say, uh, okay. but I'm not going to. Like, that's all, that's how I speak. And then it's like, if I dropped that though, you would have shamed me. You would have cuss shamed me. And it's like, just let me, let me flow, man. Let me. Can I, what do you think I'm going to say right now that would really piss you off? Like, I don't know. Fuck off. <laughs> no. I was going to say, that's not ladylike. <laughs> Is that the worst? Okay, here, I'll, I'll say never, it. Fuck off. I'll never, my grandpa would say, it's not ladylike. Oh. 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 Uh, fourth quarter sports from Canada donated seven bucks saying, from one NBA streamer to another, love the show. By the way, Aww. Heat first playing team to win a series. Great knowledge there, fourth quarter sports. Appreciate that. Hell yeah. And, uh, we'll have to check out your channel sometime, man. Sweet. Thank you. Uh, Joe Smith in the chest. Knicks to the finals would be hilarious. Dude, Randall's been banged up. and Dude, they... They dispatched with the Cavs like it was nothing. I know. Brunson's Surprising. A dog. Brunson is an... Imagine being a Mavs fan right now, huh? 
Oh yeah, I was like, my Brunson. brain had to go to where Brunson wait, not only like playing on another team, but like advancing killing the playoffs. it, killing oh. it as your team is just sitting at home. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. You in? I mean, ew, I don't want to. I don't want to talk like that. But as everyone already knows, like no matter what happens with the Kings, yeah. we are all throughout this off season with NBA coverage. So after all the big games and everything, so make sure you're always tuning in. It, the grind doesn't stop. It we love stop. hoops. Ball is alive, and hopefully, it keeps going. Um, game six. Let's go. Any wild predictions? No, Any you, you kind of already what's asked your, me that. What's your gut feeling, man? Deuce is just Deuce doesn't want to end. He just <laughs> wants to circle back and keep talking about game six until it's finally here. Kings <laughs> practice be, tomorrow, too, by the way. They do? 12 o'clock media Shut availability. Uh, There's no way they're having a... You think they're not going to go hard. That's going to be a live practice. Yeah. That's watching film. Non-contact, maybe. I mean, I think what I'm saying is right. I think the message to the team is simple. It's the details. It's getting, it's knocking down a few extra shots. Like, you hit 10 threes tonight after being 8 of 12 in the first quarter. Like, after watching that first, and I said this to you in our Game 5 preview, I'm like, the Kings are due for a game where they knock down like 18 yeah. threes. And after that first quarter. It's like, this is it. And this is why I don't tweet this stuff. And I don't say oh. it. The, my inner dialogue was, oh, are the Kings about to blow this team? Are they about to blow them out? I had that thought. Oh, for a minute. But guess what? I said inner dialogue. I didn't tell anybody. So I didn't glad. tweet it. I didn't text you about it. I didn't say anything wow, about it. Wow, you didn't even text no, me. I was just Go. like, because I, I, I have such great respect for the Warriors and it. I've told you, this is the this is the beast. Mm. This is the the beast. You don't just can't slay yeah. them in game six. Man, come on, Jesse in the chat donating five bucks saying I hate that I hate that the NBA rewards a team that's offense re revolves around moving screens. Kings in seven. <laughs> you feel like their offense re revolves around moving screens? I, you got you know, there's teams that do certain things really well and whether you want to call it cheating or you want to call it just covering it up or getting away with it whatever i mean if you're good at hiding it or you set the tone to the officiating crew like this is how we do things and the warriors have been able to do that from draymond being able to scream at officials to maybe a couple of those but it's not why you're losing like figure yeah, it out Figure it out. Whatever. You know what I mean? No, that's my point. It's like every team has their thing. Every ha team has their player that does something that, like, they get away with. So, like, figure it out. That's all. I mean, you got to roll with the punches. I, I am very interested to see what this team looks like in game six. I just want to see how they respond. This is now. It's literally. Do you want to preview game six again? Is that what you're saying? No, because we'll probably do a game six preview pod Dude, driving to, like, down the San <laughs> We're gonna He do doesn't want to end. Wait, so what do you think is going to be the most okay. surprising thing in game six? No, no, let's talk. Let's let's go over the numbers again. Okay. Talk about it. Okay. Okay. That was fun doing a game preview on the way to San Francisco. Let's We're do doing that. that again. Cool. On a Friday when we drive down to San Francisco cool. in the morning, we'll leave early. Sweet. Let's do it. It's gonna be like at eight a.m. Yeah. 8 a.m. live on the road. I'll just hold the phone. You drive. Um, yeah, I had fun you're, driving. You're my personal driver. Sure. 
I don't care. Give I'm going to sit in the back seat, though, okay. by myself. And cool. I'll, I might show you a little bit. But Hey, that's, yeah. what are you talking about there? You like that? <laughs> <laughs> I'll do like a driver cap. Oh, I hope we don't get game six, Clay. I hope we don't. No. Give me game six, De'Aaron. Yeah. Fox. Big game. I know. Well, enjoy the ride. Look, got another game. It's not over. It's going to be hard. But enjoy the ride. This one was painful. Look, we wanted playoffs. We wanted playoffs. And this is what it feels like. It, Look. Losing sucks. It does. It does. But guess what? They're going to respond, and they're, they're going to compete. We'll see. And by the way, I, I, I see this guy in the chat. What? I, don't, I can't oh, yeah, pronounce no. your name. I understand you think it's over, and that, that's fine. But you've added no context or anything. So you just saying it's over, it's over, over, and over again. It's kind of lame. It's kind of funny. It's kind of lame. I always think those ones are funny. Uh, Gavano says, can you guys circle back once more on game six? Uh, Andrew says, can you guys explain the GP2 jump ball whistle? Yeah, that was interesting. So the jump ball happened. It looked like Monk was about to force another jump ball. There's a whistle, and you're like, oh, what's happened? And they inadvertent whistle. Let me just say this. My Such a cop-out. Huge thing with NBA officials. What? That's lame. I know, because it's like, if anything. It was on accident. You were, you were blowing the whistle because he was going to call a quick jump it ball. It should have been a jump ball. But it, it should have been a jump have. ball. It was no, too it quick of a jump ball. Based on how they. Morgan, I get it. When was the last time you saw in the league a jump ball where it's one, two, three, where it's holding? Yeah. It's always like a like second a quick, half. Jump ball! It's like they're jump afraid ball! something's going to yes. happen. And I'm like, no, let someone just rip it. Like, let someone. Yeah. We don't need to go directly to a jump ball. No, I get it. But yeah, everything's not going to be perfect. Again, not why the Kings lost. We've got to preface that all the time. But yeah, just ugh, annoying. Maybe Herter drops 40, huh? You never know what could happen in the playoffs. What is What do you this? think about game six? <laughs> okay, okay, we'll go. It's almost one o'clock in the morning. It's been fun. Uh, you guys, thanks so much for hanging out with us, especially after a loss. We appreciate you guys so, so, so much. Make sure to hit the thumbs up on the way out. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Also, subscribe on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts. Subscribe to Deuce and Mo. We love you guys, but we gots to go. You're all badass for being here. Sleep beans. Deuce and Mo. Deuce and Mo. Deuce and Mo. They tell you what they know. Deuce and Mo. Deuce and Mo. Deuce and Mo. The podcast that you know. Deuce and Mo. After the end of a good fight, deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Ready for a career in behavioral health? Earn your online degree at Herzing University. Choose from health and human services, psychology, or social work programs. Gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits. Secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online Masters of Social Work. 
Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109. That's HEALTH to 85109. Or visit herzing.edu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.